What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King, and I have to admit, I had one of my first parenting experiences the other day, <clears throat> uh, and it has to do with my dog. If you listen to the previous podcast, uh, I mentioned that my dog um, was taking him in to get the old snip snip, the old uh, ball extraction, neutering. And uh, I've had a couple of experiences <clears throat> over this past year. Sorry in advance. I already uh, can tell I have a tickle in my throat. Um, I've had a few experiences over the past year uh, since getting my dog where I'm like, man, I love this dog so much. I haven't – I've had plenty of dogs. And I've had dogs as an adult. Uh, this is the first pet that I've had entirely on my own. And it's interesting, you know, <clears throat> to take a puppy – and to be able to kind of like guide it, shape it. Um, although he came with a lot of his own personality, which is why I chose him. He's just very chill, go with the flow, super sweet, super kind of like attentive and sweet. Did I say sweet? I said sweet twice. Uh, I didn't mean sweet. I mean like sensitive. That's what I meant to say, a different S word. And uh, I've had those moments, I, I imagine, you know, parents have as as they look at their children growing up and they're just like man like how how do I how did I get so blessed to be able to uh raise this little thing and granted this is a pet and I'm sure the the love is like a hundred times more for your own human child than it is a pet but dogs are amazing just because you know they they uh unless they've been abused you know they just love unconditionally and uh you know for the most part my dog is just so innocent and um trusting and I had one of those moments the other day when I was um like like a taking your child to school for the first time type experience where you know he knows something's up he's not super comfortable and then, of course, when she puts the the bright neon orange leash over over his head, loops it over his head, and I take off his leash and collar, um, he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And, and I'm kind of like, no, no, come on, we're walking together. And she opens the door into the back, you know, and he, like, looks at me, and I'm sort of like, oh, here we go, you know, and opens the door, and he walks through it. And then I don't go through it. The door closes. And so I can see through the window. And he's like staring back at me as she's like trying to pull him, you know, <clears throat> towards towards wherever they're going. And my heart just was like, oh, oh, man. Not only, I mean, it's, it's like not only is, he, only is he, was he trusting me, you know, 
Um, granted, he'll be knocked out for the procedure, <clears throat> but still, it's like uh, my my heart just dropped. It's like, oh, son of a bitch, you know. Um, so it's different, obviously. Similar, same, same, but different. But anyways, I digress. That's not what this podcast is about. What I did want to talk about, <laughs> side note, is is just the pursuit of becoming kings. The pursuit of becoming a king of our of our own lives. The, one of the biggest pieces, the biggest part of this whole journey for me, is to 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 continue to work our, work. I'll just speak for myself. Work my way into a place of um, of fulfillment, happiness, joy, contentment. Man, tickle in my throat. And um, and that, again, if if you've been a, a longer term listener, you know, like I, I'm very transparent and and vulnerable when it comes to like my own challenges. Like the past, my my entire life has been like, ah, why is it that I have so much to be grateful, and yet um, I've ha- I have felt like I I've been such a disappointment. Or I haven't uh, committed myself to giving my all. Like I have such a leg up. <coughs> Man, sorry. I have such a leg up um, on the vast majority of people on this planet. And yet I take so much of it for granted. Um, you know, a lot of times I feel like I sit back uh, and I don't push as hard as I could. And sometimes I really I challenge even that thought. Like, why do I feel like I have to push? There's a lot of people in this world who are completely content just kind of figuring out where their food is coming for that day, right? <clears throat> so, and yet I feel like, you know, it is what it is. Like, I've been blessed with so many things. Born uh, a free citizen of the United States. I'm white. I'm, you know educated, come from a great family, I'm loved, I have every privilege that I can even uh, fathom, and yet I oftentimes feel like I'm squandering it, and then I beat myself up over that, right? So the whole pursuit of becoming kings for me is like, if I have all of these things, and yet I'm not appreciative, right? Or in my head, I can tell myself, oh, I'm so grateful, but I don't feel it. I don't feel it in my heart. I don't feel it in my bones. Then clearly there's a disconnect between my head and, and being able to embody it in my heart. And so I, I just willingly admit that, man, I continue to, I know I continue to, to make progress, but a lot of times it's really tough to see the progress, you know? Um, it's like growing up. It's like, oh, when when will I ever? I just remember desperately wanting to be an adult when I was, you know, or desperately wanting to be a teenager, you know, when I was younger than a teenager, you know, or desperately like, why why is it that I've always been wanting more than where I currently was in that present moment, right? <clears throat> it's like a constant um, dissatisfaction with with what I have. And that's a really, really, I think, uh, toxic 
come from, if you will, right? It's like no matter what I have, it's never enough. And so I was talking to my therapist the other day, and she really was challenging me on this whole thought process. It's like how, how often do I really, really connect with how I am feeling, you know? Like a, almost 99% of my answers come from my head and not from feeling my emotions that are in my body. And, and, and quite honestly, there's a lot of times I don't even know if I have that ability. I know I have that ability, right? That's not true. I know that I have the ability, but very infrequently do I connect or utilize it, right? And so she was challenging me like, uh, like when I'm on a date or something like that, like to really to feel into what in my nervous system, like what am I feeling in my body? You know, and I was being honest with her. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if my head takes over. So she's like, you, she's like, you overcomplicate so much. You jump to conclusions so quickly. I'm like, yeah. She's like, and I get it. It's all just like coping mechanisms or defense mechanisms, but it's really keeping you disconnected or disassociated from your current reality. <clears throat> and I bring this up because. The more I've been thinking about it, <laughs> um, the more I'm like, man, it's, it's so hard to see the forest from the trees sometimes. Like, we are who we are, right? And, and we kind of are just like, we get so used to our sense of identity, especially the older we get, that uh, we also tend to forget that we are still changeable, malleable, Right? And so, you know, whether, I'm, whether it's been experiences of talking to people at uh, like a Dr. Joe Dispenza event or I meet someone who has the ability to, <clears throat> you know, achieve a lot while still just feeling deeply connected to the present moment, deeply connected to their body, to their feelings, their emotions, I see that it's possible, Right? I can see like, okay, that, that's an example of someone who has experienced something that transcends the normal three-dimensional experience of this human life. Like they're, they're playing with the fourth dimension or the fifth dimension, <clears throat> quantum. And they're being able to, you know, spend time in a place where like all these things that we work so hard to acquire that we know deep down inside we don't get to take with us, they spend a, a lot more of their time, <clears throat> excuse me, damn, they spend a lot more of their time on uh, on the daily, like maybe through a, a mindfulness practice and meditation or, uh, you know, in deep trance or prayer, like really connecting with experiencing love, experiencing God, experiencing the divine, right? I, on the other hand, I intellectually know that that's possible. I know that's out there. And maybe I've touched the, the fringe on occasion throughout my life, but for the most part, I still just keep hustling away. And recently, you know, I've been getting a lot of um, 
which I'm super grateful for, a lot of uh, acknowledgement. I released my Arena Brotherhood, which I just you know threw out there with my previous podcast episode. Um, I continue to to ship out books, uh, like I do. I'm doing the the podcast. I'm doing my meetings of men, uh, coaching clients one on one, doing a bunch of Airbnbs, uh, buying another Airbnb, um, constantly kind of taking you know a couple cars to to the airport back and forth. Uh, in Turo, I've got this new HVAC business. I've been more recently going through, you know, what I've probably gone through 30 different interviews. I've got probably another 20 to 30 interviews to do as I'm trying to distill down to hiring someone to be my full-time office manager slash executive assistant. Like there's no shortage of activity in my life. And I bet you your life is very similar in its own flavor, right? And again, I don't say all that stuff to like blow hot air. If anything, it's kind of more like, I, you know, I keep busying myself. I'm distracting myself ultimately from what is deeper underneath the surface, you know. And as I was talking to my therapist, you know, I had uh, COVID was challenging, I think, for myself at times and for a lot of other people because we no longer had the distractions that uh, kept us from feeling the emotions that were there. For me, a constant feeling that I've acknowledged, but that I really, really dislike experiencing, obviously, is like loneliness and disappointment. Um, and so she was challenging me on the fact, like, why is it that you continue to keep doing these things and yet you know deep down inside uh, you're just kind of kicking the can down the road. You're going to have to address that can at some point, but you're just busying yourself as if, um, you know, making more money, having more businesses, having more employees is going to someday all of a sudden have this like switch that's flipped. And then I'm like, oh, I'm super fulfilled now. Like, it's not going to happen. <clears throat> and I know it in my head, but I do not, it's not yet in my body for me to change anything, right? So, and I'm kind of lost because I'm like, I don't know, am I waiting for the other shoe to drop? Am I waiting for something to completely blow up? Am I, am I waiting for another pandemic? Am I waiting for something or, or my entire life to pass me by for me to then get the lesson on my deathbed, I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't actually enjoy my life because I was too busy doing my life. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm only putting this out there because as much as I appreciate all my buddies saying like, hey, man, congratulations, you're killing it. Even my brother the other day was like, dude, you're, you're, you're putting out so much stuff. I'm like, yeah. I'm good at that. I'm good at getting stuff done. That's just like, I'm robotic at times. Um, and it feels really good to be productive. And I am a motherfucking executing productive motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. But like that, that kind of all is almost like my attitude or my belief. Like 
if if you if I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Like my my sense of honor when it comes to uh, being in integrity with my word is bulletproof. Like I will either get it done or I will uh, communicate and renegotiate if something's not in alignment with my values, right? <clears throat> However, along those lines, am I really deeply enjoying my life? And that is the premise of becoming kings because there's too many dudes out there who acquire a lot of shit they're super successful, making money, doing this and that, and like doing, again, getting a lot of stuff done. And yet they probably, you know, similar to me, they, they come home and they're alone. Even if they have a wife and kids, they probably feel like they're living, uh, you know, living in that imposter syndrome, you know, working so hard to somehow maybe prove their worth at some point, and yet it never arrives. So, I don't know, man. I I am, I will say that with everything that I've been doing over the last five weeks, especially since I closed on this acquisition of this new business, it, it's been, I've been, I haven't, I, I, I've never been busier and I've never been more productive. So, what I'm attempting to do is make sure that I'm, I'm not uh, disregarding you know, what I do have, right? So acknowledging my strengths of getting shit done, being productive, adding value. Um, and maybe that's really ultimately it, is that I, I, I just need to take time to slow down and give credit where credit's due to myself because I rarely ever do that. I very rarely, if ever, celebrate. And when people actually acknowledge me, I'm like, oh, Really? Like it, it oftentimes surprises me, catches, catches me off guard um, that I'm, you know, that I've been hard at work, that they can notice the fruits of my labor, right? In the same way that I can, I can go to the gym and I've been working out for what, 17 years now, like pretty consistently in the gym since I was like 25. And it's it's really easy for me to forget how far I've come <laughs> from when I couldn't even do a pull-up. Like, I think I did my first pull-up in, in college. Like, I was so weak in my upper body, right? Um, I forget how far I've come that, like, especially when, when I'm in the gym and I'm with other dudes, especially dudes that are bigger than I am, just in that type of comparison, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I still have a long way to go. Like, uh, as if that's ultimately what I want is to be that jacked or that huge, which actually I don't. But I can still, like, consciously or unconsciously make that comparison, right? And it's not until I end up maybe, like, connecting with some of my other buddies who haven't been as, you know, disciplined in their working out as I have, and they maybe had or still have, you know, a physique similar to what I used to have, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I have been working out for a while, you know, I have doubled the size of my arms over the years, or my chest, or my shoulders, or whatever, like, okay, cool, but I don't see, I don't see that for the most part, you know, and I realized when I was doing a couple of different bodybuilding competitions back in my late 20s, 
I, I allowed myself to have this perversion of reality to where it was never really good enough. And I kind of had some insight into, you know, people who are um, bulimic or anorexic where even though they're starving themselves <clears throat> and they're real thin, they still look at themselves in the mirror as fat, right? So my point being is that a lot of times our belief or perception of reality isn't actually reality. It's more proportionate to our lens, right? And if I'm really looking at me, for me personally, looking at my life through a lens of not enough, of disappointment, of comparison to where I think I should be by this time in my, in my life, like, dude, then it's never going to be enough. And so I think that's why I have really cultivated this, this let's call it just this brand, but just this whole idea around becoming kings is that not only does a king, you know, achieve a lot and do a lot, he, uh, his way of being is like <laughs> super deep, right? That sounded super intelligent. <laughs> his way of being is super deep. His, uh, his way of being is um, magnetic and uh, radiant, you know? Like he doesn't have to say a whole lot. He just commands respect. And, uh, and that comes as a result of someone who kind of, doesn't give any shits about, you know, seeking significance or validation in the ways that our Western civilization or culture rewards it typically, right? And so that's kind of why I'm like, ah, I know I've been moving in the right direction and maybe maybe that's all that really matters, obviously, is, is, is just the fact that I'm making progress, right? Because when do we ever actually arrive? I don't know if we're, there's ever a destination. I don't think there is, actually. Um, but I've had some, that's what all I'm saying is like I've had some insight more recently where I'm like, man, I'm just, I still have so far to go. And as I'm saying that just right now, I'm like, yeah, and so, so that's the thing. I, I'm also putting on this label of time like I'm work I'm working on this linear path towards a destination which I I just contradict myself because I also so so that's the thing. That's that's the, the conflict of interest is or the conflicting beliefs is that I, I guess part of me believes that there is gonna be a time when I feel like I have quote unquote arrived <laughs> at becoming a king. And then there's also part of me that says, No, the the journey never ends. So I think I need to reconcile <clears throat> I definitely know I need to reconcile those two differences because they're working in opposite directions. And clearly this podcast episode is a lot more of just like my rambling <laughs> thoughts as if I was writing into a journal, a physical journal. But I'm doing it through speaking. But, I, but I, I felt just compelled to get on here and record this because I feel like there's a lot of us possibly you and me, who are doing, you know, a lot of this stuff and just struggling every single day. So anyways, man, I appreciate you listening uh, as, my, as my roommate here rolls in. No, come on in. Join me on the podcast. I'm recording right now. Come join me.
That's Dan. Dan Miners. Check out his podcast. We recorded uh, many months ago. He's my best friend. He's the best. <clears throat> One of many best friends. But yeah, man. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you have any thoughts on this, any insight, anything uh, you might suggest that would be helpful in uh, some new ahas, man, hit me up. I really appreciate it. I am a brother on the journey, not someone who has it all figured out, that's for sure. And I appreciate you supporting me and listening to this podcast. We'll catch up with you soon. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.